Bookcase and Coffee presents Buzzing About Romance, a quick shot of romance. Hey everyone, welcome to Buzzing About Romance, a quick shot of romance. I am Becky. And I am Leah. And we are so excited to talk about this sexy Christmas goodness. It is delightful and wonderful and plot light, but in the best possible way. In the best possible way. So on this episode of A Quick Shot of Romance, we are reviewing um, a couple of holiday novellas by Sarah Bale. Um, These are super spicy, kinky holiday reads. The one that we are going to mainly focus on is her latest release, His Holiday Treat. And this will be spoiler free because this episode is dropping on the day the book releases. But also it's a novella. So if we really talk about specifics of the book, it kind of gives a lot away. So we don't, we won't do that. Um, so details of his holiday treat, it releases today, December the 6th on 2022. It is an age gap, dad's best friend, foodie romance, because it's a cooking show, mm-hmm. close proximity. Um, this is a very kinky well, there's some kink. There's some definite kink. So we should say um, kinks are daddy, praise, breeding. She is a real bodied heroine mm-hmm. and put out percentage is 27%. This does mention loss of a parent and deals with grief at the holidays. So um, if you are someone that struggles with grief at the holidays, this might not be the read for you, but we have some other suggestions. So hang tight. Um, I also would say with all the kink and everything like that, there is absolute consent in this book because she seduces him. Oh, she 100% seduces him. She just follows her instincts. And he is on board. He is totally on board. Um, So let's talk about what works in this book and what didn't work in this book. And did you love it? I did. I loved it so much. Like I read this book and I was like, oh my gosh, that was like, just, I love a novella. There are some authors that write a really, really strong novella. There are some authors that don't. Sarah Bale writes a really strong novella. Like you get care, like, even though it's plot light, you get character development, you get a story Yes, like there's not a lot there, but there is enough to make me happy. Well, I do think that there was plot to this story. So the setup of this story is Holly's dad has passed. And right before he passed, she actually applied to be it was on after the- he passed away. No, but she applied beforehand. No, she did it afterwards. I thought she applied beforehand no, because there's a twist like- in the end. no. That was part of the thing. Like she did it afterwards because like it, they, her and her dad baked together. I thought and it was part before, of her but grief. She didn't find out till after. No, part of her grieving process was applying for the show. Yeah. So it's a baking holiday show. It's a reality show. She's up. There are some home bakers. There's professional bakers, pastry chefs, um, billionaire a, housewives. A real housewife. Yeah. real housewife she is a piece <laughs> of work um but it's a you know elimination show she gets accepted it's in tennessee it starts filming like 15 days before christmas mm-hmm. and she goes and then brady who is our hero 
is a retired NFL player and her dad's former teammate and best Mm -hmm. friend. They were very, very tight. Yes, they were tight. Um, But he is the host of the show. He is the host. And the setup of this this read is when Holly was 18, on her 18th birthday, in the pool house of her parents' home. She she, propositioned him. She propositioned him. She propositioned Brady to please take her virginity. Oh, and just to be with her because she had had always had a big crush on him. And he he turns her down. He says, no, thank you. And then avoids her. Mm-hmm. For reasons. For reasons. That you find out. But he doesn't, he isn't like mean about it. But. No, <laughs> no. But it's still crushing to her. So there's this realization, because like I said, we don't want to spoil this and we're going to give you some other of her Christmas titles we think you should also be reading. But um, she's in the ballroom of the hotel that they're filming the reality show at. And Mm -hmm. she's sitting there and the uh, producer introduces the judges. Yes. And then she introduces the, the host. The host. And she is like freaking out. She is freaking out because she still has a bit of a crush, carries a torch for him. She does. And it's been a long time since she's seen him. And there are some things that are said and things that are found out that are interesting to the story. And so you do kind of feel, you feel bad for both of them with the way things transpire. And you, and you dislike some people also because of the way things transpire. Yeah, yeah. And it comes out that in the clause, she can, they don't feel that it's a conflict of interest for her to stay on the cooking show. And thus starts the cooking show. Mm -hmm. And things get hot in the kitchen. And very punny. There's a lot of puns. But they're baking puns and adorable like Christmas puns. And I just really, really enjoyed the puns. The costuming. The costuming. Like the wardrobe. And that is one thing I want to talk about. So she's a real bodied heroine and they talk about how, cause she has dyed her hair pink in like a fit of like chaos, like was a way for her to act out and not in a bad way. But so she, the costuming people want to dress her a certain way and they want to put her in a wiggle dress. And she's like, now let's I, say what a wiggle dress is. Cause my, and not everybody will know what a wiggle dress is. A wiggle dress is a very slim body shaping dress that adheres mm-hmm. to the curves they typically are off shoulder sometimes you'll have a ruffle at the top it will be more of a 60s style dress yes so it's going to end above the knees very tight there might be like a colored exposed zipper down the back mm-hmm. um, but very like form second fitting. skin form fitting mm-hmm. there's the word yes but so she tells the costumers like i don't have the body for that i know what i look like and they're like you will look fantastic in this but they really play up like that that 60s-ish vibe but they put her in all these fun christmas prints right like there's a home alone dress there's a grinch dress there's Uh um, a gingerbread dress it was great. It mm-hmm. was great. And it had some really fun, quirky moments that just added. It broke up the kink and the steam and the sexy time. It did. And and that's why we say it's plot light, but there is a plot because like 
it does follow this form of the baking show and there are things that are like happen outside of it i question Again, the plot, plot thickness light. of this plot light but still a plot it's still a plot um hey i've i've made you read other things that have no plot no, so no um the only thing I only have one small little complaint. I'm not going to give anything away. Um, some math didn't math <laughs> for me in this book. Math does not math for me either. So you but... kind of have to suspend reality for a little bit in the mathing of the math. Mm -hmm. Yes. Anyway, so much, but that's okay because it's a very it's well written and it's it's and it totally passes the diehard Christmas. Test. Okay, I was just my next question: Does this does this pass the diehard test? Could this it have does. happened anywhere? I don't, I mean, I think that it does because of the way that she wrote it. Yeah. Like with the emphasis on the wardrobing and all of the things, like the small details in the book. I don't think it would have worked otherwise. Okay. So let's talk about her other holiday novellas because yeah. <clears throat> we stumbled upon <laughs> these novellas by we were accident. Looking well not really by accident we were looking up sarah's books and seeing what else she has written yes and we and we stumbled upon sexting saint a no nick a novella collection entitled sexting saint nick now there are four novellas just four right yeah there's, there's four. four there's four novellas in this collection they are all north pole like Santa Christmas kink. I feel like she watched a bunch of Christmas holiday movies and decided to write some super sexy, kinky fan fiction for them. But we are not disappointed in that. No, no. Like, honestly, so for those that follow us on Instagram, we recently did a plot a book episode with Sawyer Bennett. And at the end of that episode, we talked about um, Santa kinks a little it's Lisa's fault. It's Lisa's fault. We talked <clears throat> about uh, Santa kink and how silver foxes are sexy and yeah. we're all in for them. Mm -hmm. And all I want to say is reading. So the first novella is Sexting Saint Nick. Santa kink unlocked. Yeah. It's one of those kinks you never knew that you needed, but you want more of. It is can the heroine's name is Candy Kane, Kane with a K, mm -hmm. and Nick Holiday. She is a sex worker and uh does you know, like call in sexting through a service, yeah. the jingle <clears throat> bells. A, the jingle bells service and it's you can either call or video chat and you you do what you want. And it's a hookup app. And um, well, but they don't typically meet. It's all they don't. That's against the it rules. It is all sexting or like phone sex things. And uh, you know, things happen, and other things happen. And Miss uh, Holly or Miss Candy has to uh, get on, get off the naughty list mm -hmm. for other things to happen. For other things to happen, yeah. But it's just it's again very plot light but it is wonderful and honestly like it's one of those it's a really good palate cleanser it was it was fantastic like i devoured all four of these i have a favorite so book two in the series is seducing jack frost which is the story of vixen who is candy's best friend 
Mm-hmm. And Jack Frost, you know, who makes all the snow. That's right. <clears throat> and they are spicy. Mm-hmm. Like and he's he's a little bit of an anti-hero because he he does not like to listen to Father Time. No, no, and he's a little bit of an ass too. Like he is. But I loved him. I like an mm-hmm. asshole, and he fit the bill. He does. And then and then up next was Tasting Sugar Plum. It is a why choose romance. But she, she does not have to choose. She doesn't. The setup, it's Sugar Plum Fairies, you know, it's a fake king mm-hmm. and some other heroes. Which, let me just tell you, like, finger banks are like the night they meet I mean, at the dinner table. It was hot. It and then hot. it just kind of, and then it goes off the rails from there. And it was delightful. There is some sword crossing, if that's your thing. If it's not, then maybe this is one that you skip. <laughs> and the last of the books is Dating Christmas. This is the story of Christmas and Ethan Cupid. And there's a hilarious line in Sexting St. Nick about, because Cupid comes and gives his blessing for them, mm-hmm. to for their HEA. Yeah. And he um yeah they ask about his diaper candy asks does he wear a diaper and nick is like one time on a dare at a party and that is all anyone knows about him (laughs) (laughs) yeah so dating christmas is the story of cupid getting his happily ever after but it's a blind date to finding their hea and like blind and is like you can't see like it is in a dark room but it is dirty and sexy and there's there's a little bit of um hidden identity and some frustration i would say this one had the most plot it uh, okay so of the four it absolutely had the most plot so if you had to say which was your favorite of these four my favorite was seducing jack frost just because i really really like jack frost so my favorite is dating christmas it really it really was it i just felt like we really got to know them as characters i think in sexting saint nick that was like that's number two like it was almost tied for number one Mm -hmm. um because especially at the end we learn about things haven't always been so easy for candy and um Mm -hmm. and why she's on the naughty list i also liked how they addressed that like mrs claus wasn't in the picture anymore and what had happened Mm -hmm. there and a little bit of potential angst. And honestly, at this point, Sarah Bale, if she wants to just write kinky grocery lists, I probably will read them. Yeah. Like I'm diving into her backlist. And I know that the first, her first two books in her uh, motorcycle club are why choose romances. And those are not always my favorite, but I'm willing to do it because she did a great job with tasting sugar plums. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was one of those ones where it makes sense. It works. It's there's not like overkill with the way that it happens. Yeah. Um, but these were really, really well done Christmas romances. Um, some of like the Christmas novellas are available in Kindle unlimited also. So if you are a Kindle unlimited user, you can, you can grab them right now and dive in. Yeah. They're so worth it. Um, so anyway, if you have a book you we the cheese and rice. Let's try that one again. 
If you have a book you think we should read for a quick shot of romance, send us an email to the bees at bookcasingcoffee.com. We are challenging ourselves with the new year to provide you with new to us authors. Mm -hmm. So if you have an author that we have never featured on um, an episode, episode. like trope talks, quick shots, romance, send us an email and say, hey, you haven't talked about this author. We would love to know who's on your radar, radar, but not necessarily on ours. So um, anyway, until next time, everyone. Happy reading, everybody. Find us on Instagram at buzzingaboutromance or on Twitter at buzzingromance. If you like the podcast, please leave a review. If you'd like to support us directly, join the Bookcase and Coffee Patreon and receive exclusive content only available to Patreon members. Check out bookcaseandcoffee.com for our on-the-shelf show notes.